0: friends, this is Sarah May, and this is a little um, holiday prep episode of Help Me Be Me. And this is for anyone, um, if you are doing a lot of self-work right now, and maybe you are worried about going home for the holidays because it tends to trigger old issues, um, this is for you. Because it's a common experience that you have in adulthood. You'll leave home and then you return to exactly the same family dynamics like you just never left. And that's just to be expected, especially if you spent the first decade of your life or more with a family unit, you're going to naturally assume some of the same roles. And so if you've done a lot of growth outside of that unit, the other members are going to feel uncomfortable if you choose to not fit in the same spot that you've assumed in the past. And also just clarity in you will create discomfort in them. So it's like the disorder doesn't want to be revealed in contrast to health. Um, So there can be a lot of different reasons for any kind of uh, conflict. So if you're going home after a long time or you're having um, anxiety about going home because you're in the middle of doing work on yourself and that includes um, maybe processing a lot of old issues um, and maybe you're just worried about facing a little bit of the upsetting feelings that are kind of come up because those other people haven't changed. Um, know that you're going to have those experiences, and that's it's all going to be fine because you're going to take care of yourself, and I'm going to hopefully help you do that with a collection of holiday (laughs) Holiday family issue tools (laughs) Um, And hopefully they're gonna make you laugh as well because I had fun writing them Um, And regardless of whether or not you're gonna go home, you don't have to decide now I think you should just leave the door open for yourself. So you might not go you might go regardless uh, You're going to take care of yourself, and it could also just help to prepare yourself beforehand emotionally Uh, whether or not you go or not. So with that, let's get started. I think I have maybe four or five of them and they're all broken down based on the general categories for typical painful family dynamics. So depending on your level of pain, just choose the one that helps you or gives you the healthiest amount of mental distance or I guess moral support. All right, number one, if your family likes to pick you apart, so if you're worried because um, maybe your family just prods at your weak spots or they examine every private nook and cranny of your emotional and or physical self. So they kind of pry or feel justified in examining everything about your life and putting it on the table and criticizing it, scrutinizing it, your love life, your career, Um and if you are in a family like this you can't say I don't want to talk about it because often that's when it provokes the more intense confrontations so um, your tool is called the AP Family Test so just like the APs and the SATs this requires some prep and memorization so I want you to literally study ahead of time before you go into your family event the questions and examinations you might receive from your family. So think of it like a vocab test, and you're going to literally memorize the definition. So grab your journal and a friend that you trust. Friend is optional. I think it helps. So you're going to talk out what your family will do and say and what that will make you feel like in the most uncomfortable situations when you're the most exposed. So together, just write down the list, of what types of things you expect to have come up. And then you're going to figure out the answers that you could speak that would best, A, distract them away from your vulnerable spot with something more engrossing, or B, appease them. And as C, I would like on all of your scenarios, I want you to add, take an emergency phone call from my friend. So in this case, you would Basically text your study friend a code word and they would call you so you have a reason to leave the table Um, So when you arrive for your family function, you're you're gonna see this ahead of time So maybe early on in the night just say I have a friend that's going through a really really rough time. So I'll have to keep my phone just in case they call So now for each uncomfortable situation. I want you to think up at least one good response That's going to get them completely off your case. And one that's going to distract them for a short period of time. So a good rule of thumb or a good trick is to think of or bring up something that is totally amazing and so big you can't believe you didn't tell them already. So like have a story in your back pocket. Even if it's totally made up, it could be something as simple as like, oh my god, I can't believe I didn't tell you. The other day I was at the store and I found a $100 bill on the ground. It was just sitting there. And just keep going as long as you can with that story. Take them as much time as possible. Um, the next on my list, number two, if your family treats you like the outsider or the crazy one with issues. So maybe you are the outsider and you're coming back to a pack that has grown even more tight in your absence. And so this is a tool for you to use. And I call it ouchie bingo. And it's it's not... a. A totally literal metaphor but it sounds funny so this is how it works you can play with friends and uh, or you can do it solo but basically you start this game the night before your family gathering so sort of like the AP family test you're going to create a list of the pain-inducing comments that you are most likely going to experience or you would guess that are going to come up for example let's say you're expecting your uncle to criticize Um, your choice of clothing or you're anticipating your parents are going to scoff at the fact that you are doing self-work or you're going to get an offhanded comment about your weight or about the fact that you're single or your choice in dating or whatever it is. Whatever those things are, you're going to give each one of those sentences um, a number uh, and a letter so just the way that you'd set up a bingo card, so you're almost like creating a grid so you just write down B all the way to o b-i-n-g-o and then if you have more than one row You're gonna create a second row so on the left hand side you will create one two three four five Etc. So on all of these um, This grid each one will kind of have a corresponding sentence that's on your list so now Let's say you only have one row of sentences. You and your friends are going to place bets. So you each pick one square. So if you have more than those, like let's say you have three rows of things, pick a couple. So you're basically going to mark the number corresponding letter that you think is going to occur. And um, if you want, combine family sayings with your friends so you can play with each other's families as well. So When you attend your family gathering, you're going to keep a secret score. And whether that's on your phone or just in your memory, you're just going to basically make a mental note of all of those things that were said. So maybe the next day or even when you get home that night, you're going to give out little stamps or stickers and you're going to place them on the squares that were called out by your family. So if anyone gets all of them, they win. Yes, they win, Out you bingo. And so the prize can be anything silly and ironic. I recommend a white elephant style. Um, and you can definitely remove the sting from anything that happens during your family dinner when you're making it into kind of a, a game. Like, it just, it anticipates the typical barbs, and you know that they're coming, but to a comical degree. So it kind of removes the power amongst other people who get it and get you and they can see the absurdity of your situation. Um, So I think it helps create a little bit of a buffer, especially if you are going to walk into a lot of uh, pain. Okay, so next on my list, number three. If you are doing work on yourself that requires you process a lot of anger and that anger is directed at your family, this is a tool for you to use because um, whether or not you decide to go and participate, uh, it can be really, really painful, even more so to be around the people you're angry at because the issues you're dealing with or you're processing are not being voiced. And so it can cause you to physically react to the fact that you're not emotionally being honest in that moment. So it feels like you're taking more abuse from the people you're angry at. So it's like a, it can be painful. So this is a reward based tool. Um, and I'm calling it personal tooth fairy. <laughs> Get it? Because it's like pulling teeth. Ha! <laughs> so you're gonna pick out a reward for yourself, something you really want that's not too expensive. And uh, I think an activity is a good thing. So if it's like you wanna buy yourself, uh, you wanna try skydiving, um, an activity or something not too expensive, but something that you would enjoy. And so you're gonna make a bet with yourself or with a friend based on your family gathering, that you are not going to let any of the typical stuff or any of the stuff you cannot anticipate get to you. And you're not going to engage. You're not going to react. Even if something does happen to get to you, like even if you do allow it to like get below your skin, you're not going to outwardly engage with anyone because you know rationally you're not going to get the reaction or the understanding that you want and they have no idea what you're learning they have no perspective on it whatsoever so it's not like you're going to win anything by having them know you're angry so during your family gathering keep a photo of this reward on your phone so like either on the wallpaper or you can just draw it on your hand so like create a little icon maybe it's a sticker or cut out whatever it is keep a reminder of it and stare at it whenever you feel your emotions start to build or boil like so if you're starting to get upset just focus on that reward and that is what you're gonna get when this is over You just have to get through this time no matter what just keep your focus on that thing and after your event is over You can talk it through with your friend and basically decide whether or not you really did achieve this wager. So if you passed with flying colors, you're going to reward yourself because you made it through unscathed. It's really not the forum on holiday to vent your issues. And it's going to make it, I think, much more traumatic for you because you're going to be exposed. No one's going to understand you. They're going to make you feel alienated. Who knows? But it's definitely not. Uh, it's not the best way to get what you want. It's not the best forum to get what you want. Alrighty, moving on. Um, number four on my list. If you have been doing quite a bit of self-work recently, like you're processing um family issues and childhood stuff, this is probably gonna be a trigger situation. So it can be an especially painful just event to enter into when it's the holidays because you've got all the old roles, you've got all of a lot of family members, a lot of dynamics, a lot of open wounds, and you're right now in your life, if you're doing work on yourself, you're in the middle of suturing those wounds. So it's almost like you're opening them up um, or it can feel like it, it can feel very raw. So if you're um, confronting issues for the very first time, it can be very, very enraging to witness them in real time form. So it's like, it's as though you're starring in your own emotional play, and it's reenacting all of the dynamics that damaged you in the first place. And the worst part is no one can see that but you. So you, you might feel isolated. It can cause a lot of different kinds of conflicting, painful emotions. So this is a tool for you. So your tool is called double overtime. And that's me giving you an out this holiday. Because if you're in the middle of experiencing or processing pain from very, you know, difficult times in your life. If it's too painful, you might want to sit this one out and watch TV while dog sitting for a friend. Or better yet, join a friend. So whatever it is, blame work or totally random project that came up, um, but just you're getting paid extra. And if that doesn't work, or if that doesn't feel right to you, create whatever excuse you have to in order to get yourself a clear pass and to avoid confrontation. Because it doesn't mean you have to bear your soul. It doesn't mean you have to disclose what you're going through right now. It just means you should put yourself first and protect yourself first. So yes, I am telling you to lie to protect yourself and make yourself safe because right now, especially just giving yourself permission to put yourself first and protect yourself while you're in the middle of just the tough part of your self-work is just very, very valuable and it allows you to feel supported by you. It's just being a good friend to yourself. And you don't have to do anything. You might say that, but I have to, I have to. You don't have to do anything. This is you, this is your body, this is your life and your time. Don't be a martyr. Be the thoughtful, loving, rational self-protector you know you can be. Which brings me to the next tool. Uh, So number five, if you are in a vulnerable place in your life and it's not necessarily... Related to your family, maybe you're just going through a tough time in your personal life and you're worried about feeling too raw or exposed and it's partly because your family can just see you very clearly. And so maybe you're just dreading the experience, though you know you can handle it, but maybe you're just anticipating a lot of pain because you're going home without maybe a significant other or it's going to be, for some reason, difficult to stay on. For others like maybe you're just in a bad place and it's just gonna be it's gonna be exhausting to like act like everything's awesome so your tool is to help you keep aware of your self-love and routine kind of mental protection from anything that's going on around you so that tool is called the magic button And it's called the magic button, but it can actually be anything, any object. It's any object that's precious or special. For example, let's say you have a bracelet or a very delicate brooch, or it can be even like a jacket that has like a really delicate silk lining. You know, maybe the stitching is very, very fine on the sleeve. So if you can't find an accessory, just find a button and one that is less ordinary. So something that has like a bit of weight or texture, something significant about it. So maybe the shape is appealing or it just feels good to the touch. So once you have your object, this is your sacred object, you're going to carry it with you to a comforting place in your house. This is before your family gathering. And somewhere you feel safe and comfortable. Um, and once you're there, you're going to hold on to your object and you're going to just examine its texture. And so you're going to know that it represents the space you're in right now, and know that it embodies everything that is whole and good and grounded about you in your life. In this safe place and in this moment you're in right now, this object is going to keep you tethered to this safe place emotionally. So no matter what is going on outside of you, when you leave here, if you get overwhelmed, you're going to hold on to this object and you're going to imagine this place. Imagine this space in your life and know that you exist outside of that situation. You have your own inner life, your own comfort, and no one can take it away from you. No one can remove it from you. This is your sacred knowledge and it only belongs to you. No one can touch it. So Just keep that object, wherever it is, in a pocket or just on your person, And as you walk through your family gathering, no matter what happens, this is going to be your little shared secret with yourself. This object is going to protect you from all harm and it's going to be just a soothing reminder. So hold on to it, run your fingers along the texture and just picture yourself in your safe place and you are shielded emotionally by this thought. So continue to focus on that and just remind yourself of, who you are, and where you are really in your life, which is in your own special protected bubble. You will always be safe. So in closing, I want to say that regardless of your particular family issues, try to remain open and open to just seeing a completely different outcome. Because even though it's very, very healthy to prepare yourself for potential pain and protect yourself from that pain. In truth, we never know what will happen. You have no idea what people will do or how they will change. And so just allow yourself to maybe expect something totally different from your family, despite whatever roles they play. Allow yourself to Expect something completely different this year. Um, And know that, or try and remember, that people mean well. So sometimes they're just very unhappy or deeply scarred. So they can't help being even cruel. And it doesn't mean it's an excuse, but it might help soothe the barbs in in the midst of pain that you're feeling. So just picture it like, you know, if you if you wandered through life with very bad eyesight, you'd probably break a lot of things and you'd run into a lot of walls. And that's kind of like their nurturing capacity equivalent. <laughs> so just trust that what they are seeing is a projection of the pain and the damage they have inside and it has nothing to do with you. So just do what you can to be good to yourself, be gentle with yourself, and go easy on yourself especially during the holidays, because you are your most valuable investment. You should come first. It's not a day that has to be for someone else. It's for you, too. I hope this helped. I hope it helps. And uh, if you liked it, please review me on iTunes. And also, um, smile. (laughs) And happy holidays.